Hey love, how you doing? I hope you're well and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. Well, I know you're like, now listen here, Speed, you still talking about love? Yes, I am, but I promise this is my last one for a while. But with that said, I want to discuss briefly again about the five love languages. Dr. Gary Chapman's book was designed to focus on marriage, family, and relationships by understanding your loved one's love language, choosing from a list of quality time, affirmation, physical touch, gifts, and acts of service. Now, I spoke of mine, which was quality time last week, but today I want to talk about affirmation. Now, it was not my number one love language, but I sure do appreciate it from time to time. Now, I have heard about the importance of affirmations for as long as I can remember. And every now and then, I'll put a few on my mirror or a laptop to remind me of my resilience and my patience and my ability to accomplish things and not procrastinate and simply to love myself. But I also happened upon some amazing studies. One study published in the Journal of Social Cognitive and Effective Neuroscience, where they used MRIs to reveal that practicing self-affirmation activates the reward centers in your brain. Simply saying to yourself, I am becoming a better person every day. It'll light up that same reward center that responds to other pleasurable experiences such as eating and great food or winning a prize. It fires up those neural pathways and make changes to those areas of the brain that make you happy, that causes you to be positive. Also, various studies also confirm that affirmations decrease health deteriorating stress, increase the amount of exercise people do, and help people eat more fruits and vegetables while achieving more academically. Now, how about that? Who would have thought that affirmations would help me eat better? I need to fill up my whole wall mirror and all four walls to my study. (laughs) But that would also require to go to the farmer's market and actually get some fruits and vegetables. Because right now I ain't got that much in my kitchen. But repeating an affirmation can help boost your motivation and your confidence. That is what we all know for sure. But you still have to take some action yourself. So try thinking of affirmations as a step toward change, not the change itself. See, an affirmation like, I will remain calm. Even when I feel annoyed, might guide you to a habit of deep breathing and grounding exercises when you start to feel your blood boil. But affirmations didn't make the change. No, it didn't. You did. But it did offer a starting point. See, it's time to take that first step toward change because that's 
because you love yourself enough. Remember, love languages to me is not about just how I love those that are in my life, but how am I loving myself? You deserve affirmations because I know you're always ready to change. My point is love is an action word. So yes, get yourself some affirmations, but also be willing to go to the grocery store, right? To get them fruits and vegetables, but also loving yourself enough to want to change for the better. So you don't have to wait for someone to affirm you, even though I do encourage that you have some people in your life that are always ready to affirm you. Like I always say, you have some assets and you have some liabilities. And sometimes you need to compartmentalize your friends and determine those in your life. Are they an asset or a liability? Because not saying you need to go around, get rid of all your liabilities, but you should have a good balance of those that give and those that take. Now, sometimes it's a give and take, and that's really what you're looking for. But honey, your soul would be grateful, ever so grateful, if you would speak kind words to it. Hmm. And be patient, even on the roughest and hardest days. Why? Because you're still worth it. See, I know from experience because I've not always had the best self-esteem. Now, my mama would tell me, girl, don't you try to have too much steam. (laughs) But I never really did have good self-esteem. Like I remember when I first was diagnosed with scoliosis and was I was so self-conscious of my walk and how my clothes fit. So I found myself wearing all these big sweatshirts. That's when, you know, that's when it was okay. But I wore like big sweatshirts, big sweatpants. I didn't even care about them if they had words on them I just got the ones at Walmart <laughs> and you know the ones you go in the section they just got different colors yep that was me and I even though others said they didn't see it you know they didn't see the curvature they didn't notice that my hip was up on one side a little bit more than the other I always saw it clear as day every time I looked in the mirror but one day I allowed myself to see my own beauty Not just what is seen by the naked eye, even though I must say I don't look that bad, but what is more than skin deep. I got to see more of me. What about me makes me beautiful? And as a result, I began writing affirmations to encourage myself every day. And my perspective shifted. And then I found myself being more active, wearing clothes that I liked and felt comfortable in. Now, that may seem small to you, but it was a game changer for me. The change started with affirmations, but it ended with my actions. Think about what affirmations you need to start with today. What do you need to say to your soul. Your soul is hungry for your voice. Your soul is hungry to be lifted, to be encouraged, to have that confidence. It needs to be inspired so that it can have aspirations. Your soul is thirsty, not for the voice of everyone else, but your soul is thirsty for your voice. It longs to hear goodness come from you as you speak to yourself. Now, of course, you know, I'm getting ready to take a break. So think about some affirmations for yourself and we'll be right back.
continue our discussion on love I found this amazing quote by Heather Hegedes now I probably messed up her last name but you should be able to find it she stated something very poignant from the thought catalog she shared that love is not linear love is all about exponential growth like compound interest and you do not seek love you become it and watch as it finds you Love is most selfless, exhilarating, and vulnerable of all. It doesn't enter one's life as a gifted box of chocolates would or like the feeling of getting your favorite flowers delivered at your doorstep, but more so like a book that caught your attention and you decided to give it a chance. And now you continually take time each word you read because you want to savor every moment. Is that not just a beautiful quote? And of course, I have always loved books so I could relate. Even if I don't have time to read them all, I really just enjoy seeing them on my shelf. Now, I've tried to convert to books on tablets, but I still love to hold a good book in my hand as I smell the pages as they turn. And I have read books of all kinds, from autobiographies to biographies to nonfiction to fiction. But I was reminded of my favorite with one of the new movies called Redeeming Love based on the book written by Francine Rivers. Now, I still remember reading it within days as the story unfolded about a man's love for a woman and her commitment and devotion. Well, it lacked consistency because the angel that was her name is torn between the tumultuous and scandalous world she lived compared to the stable and unconditional love that she could have given by her husband, Michael Jose. Now, I accepted the invitation to experience the eyes of love from both of these characters in hopes to find my own understanding of love. And the truth was revealed and validated what I really knew. Now, as you notice, I didn't tell you a lot about the book. And I did not tell you a lot about the movie because I need you to go check out both. (laughs) But I want to let you know this. What I learned The truth I learned is that love redeems. Now, I know there are several ways to think of the word redeemed, but my best example is when someone has found themselves in financial straits. So they decide to go pawn something really valuable, like a family heirloom with the plan to go back and buy it back. But however, sometimes you do have to pay more to the pawn shop than you had anticipated and they're going to charge you more than what you got it for. But because one holds this family heirloom, this priceless treasure so much more than the pawn shop ever would, no value was too, would be too high and you would be willing to pay what it takes to redeem it. That is love. But what I learned even more was the cost of unconditional love. Now that is something that people act like is the most impossible feat to grasp. I'm not going to say it's impossible, but I will say it will require some intention. 
Because see, unconditional love, simply put, is love without strings attached. It's love you offer freely. You don't base it on what someone does for you in return. You simply love them and want nothing more than their happiness. Now, when I'm talking about unconditional love, I'm not just talking about what happens between a man and a woman or between any two people that absolutely love each other. But I'm talking about receiving unconditional love can also make a difference in one's emotional well-being. That's why I want to talk about it. And, you know, I did my research. So according to a research from 2010, children who receive higher levels of affection from their parents or caregivers tend to have a greater resilience in adulthood. They also tend to experience fewer mental health symptoms. That right there is important and should be plastered on all the bulletins as we pass them by the things that's, you know, that's out there on the streets. You know what I'm trying to say? It needs to, the billboard. That's what it's called. It needs to be on the billboard. And there's another research that has results from a study in 2013 that support the idea that loving children unconditionally improves their lifelong health and wellness. And this suggests that parental unconditional love could offer some protection against harmful, often lingering effects of childhood trauma or abuse. See, feeling confident in someone's love and knowing it won't go away can help create secure attachments. It can also foster not codependency, but actually autonomy and independence and self-worth. That is what we should want for our children. But that is also what we should want for those that we love. We want them to, we want to have that love that fosters autonomy, foster self-worth and independence. But let me be clear. Unconditional love does not mean that we should tolerate abuse, ignore relationship issues, or neglect our own needs. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that by any means at all, because you cannot give unconditional love to someone else if you are not willing to give unconditional love to yourself. And when you truly know how to give it to yourself in a healthy way, then you will know how to give it to others as well. Now, I have experienced unconditional love from God, my family and my friends. But I recall specifically two close friends of mine who I met in college. It has been 25 years since we first met. But I tell you this. If I need them, they are by my side before I can even tell them that I need them. I should call them my pop-up friends because they will pop up with no notice, not even a phone call. But it is always a welcoming surprise. And you know what? It's not the words that are spoken when they come. It is literally their mere presence. And I'm going to try to say this without having any tears, but when my spiritual mother passed away, they just popped up. Even in the midst of COVID with all their masks and hand sanitizer, just to sit with me on my couch, just to let me know that they were there. And to me, that is the simplicity of unconditional love because there were no strings attached. They were not looking for me to reciprocate. 
Not saying it wouldn't be great if I did, and I hope that I have shown them that same love at some point in our friendships, but I do know that they did it for me with no strings attached. It was done freely. They didn't even have to think about it really hard. It was because of the love they had for me that they were willing to be my pop-up friends and be there just when I needed them. So what's my point? Well, Stop looking so hard, trying to find unconditional love or stop overanalyzing it or even trying to analyze who deserves it. See, you need to understand it's closer than you can possibly think and more tangible than you can feel. It's found in those moments between two people that cannot even encapsulate, be encapsulated by titles. Like it may be a friend that's coming to check on you or it may even be a stranger. How about that? who decided to let you in the line at the grocery store because you only had two items compared to their full buggy. Or if it's just a stranger that comes up and, you know, say, hey, I'm going to take care of your Starbucks bill, right? That is unconditional love. And yes, you're like, wait a minute, did you say stranger? Yes, I did. Because even Coretta Scott King said, love is such a powerful force. It's there for everyone to embrace that kind of unconditional love for all of humankind. That is the kind of love that impels people to go into the community and try to change conditions for others, to take risk for what they believe in. And that is is what I believe is true unconditional love. It's not just those that you've become familiar with, but even those that you've never met. If you can come and have an interaction in someone's life and make their life a little brighter, make their day a little easier by simply giving a smile or a friendly word, you just showed unconditional love. I truly believe there is more that connects us When we look at the simple deeds and things we can do just to fully express unconditional love, no strings attached. So I'm asking you to pause for a moment, just a moment and think back. And I really believe if you think about it, you'll find that you have given unconditional love and you definitely have received unconditional love. And you deserve it. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday with another episode of Shedding Light on Something. I'm not going to tell you what it is. But please encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. And I encourage you to not only just join, but please rate it as well. You can also find The Light of Speed on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate, and music by It's What Are Pixabay. Until next time, (laughs) keep shining. Thank you.